Welcome to Inside the Economy. My name is Cody Campbell. Thanks for joining me. For the regular viewers, Larry is ill today. We wish him a speedy recovery, and I fully expect him to be back on the next edition. Let's talk shop. The big news from last Friday, in case you missed it, headline inflation came in at 8.6%, higher than the expected 8.3%. Most components of the CPI, food, energy, airfare, shelter, were all higher. However, fuel prices were the major driver. Inflation doesn't impact everyone equally. You may feel the impact of inflation more if you rent as opposed to if you own your own home. Additionally, if you own an EV or electric vehicle, you may not feel the same impact as someone who has a gas guzzler. The CPI numbers directly affected treasury yields, which have risen significantly on the short end of the curve, with the three-month at 1.48% and the 10-year yield rising to 3.3%, a level that hasn't been seen since 2011. With inflation rising, there's speculation the Fed may raise rates faster, which is evident by the increase of the shorter-term rates. 30-year mortgage rates were beginning to soften, but today they're back up above five and three quarters, which means if you go out and get a 30-year mortgage today, probably can't get anything less than 6%. I believe consensus would say mortgage rates are still on trend to reach seven or higher later in the year. We'll touch more on the housing market in a minute. Let's focus on the consumer. Credit card usage has picked up. People are continuing to spend money as we head into the least restrictive summer since March of 2020. Consumer spending is a big indicator to economic growth or lack thereof, so it's still a good sign to see people spending money. To no surprise, if credit card usage is up, savings rate is probably down, which is confirmed by this chart here. There are a lot of factors that play into the savings rate. The most recent spike, of course, was the pandemic when everyone was at home binging Netflix and mastering the art of bartending. Maybe that was just me, but not only were people saving, they were also receiving stimulus checks, tax credits, PPP loans. Fast forward to today, we are traveling again. We are taking those vacations we missed. We're buying cars. We're going out to eat. We're sending the kids to summer camps again, and the savings rate has come down. As promised, circling back to the housing market, new home sales declined over 16% in the month of April as the 30-year mortgage rate continues to climb. Is there a housing bubble? Unlikely. I think most people are either being priced out on the bottom end as interest rates rise, or on the other end, people are pumping the brakes on buying second homes or those vacation properties. Here's a chart that confirms the trend of less homes selling. The three-month average is around 697,000 versus April new home sales coming in at 591,000. The price of oil has been a hot topic all year. Today, oil is trading around $120 per barrel, and people that don't drive electric cars are paying above $5 a gallon at the tank, even close to seven in some areas of the country. The price of gas and cost of an airline ticket have heavily contributed to the rise in CPI numbers I mentioned earlier. It's also impacting corporations' profit margins as it adds to the already tangled supply chain issues. Depending on if you are a glass half full or glass half empty kind of person, the forward PE ratio of the S&P 500 could mean it's a great buying opportunity as stocks continue to decline. When inflation eases and the Fed achieves what they need to, 
Earnings will come back into focus and could very well be the spark markets need to reverse the trend and march higher. Industrial production continues to improve as well as mining output has increased, mainly due to the increase in commodity prices. Even with the elevated inflation numbers, which has caused a little bit more uncertainty in the Fed's future decision-making, there still are strong areas of the economy. We need to continue to be patient and diligent in our investment strategies as the future unfolds. As always, if you have any questions, email info at shjwealthadvisors.com. And thanks for watching.